This is another five-star production. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, I hate me. Testing, testing, I want to die. Okay. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you. And take it slowly Ready or not, oh, here I come You can't hide Gonna find you And make you yeah. want me Now that I escape, sleep, walk away Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a very interesting episode of the Tribe Talk Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Robert. To the left of me, we have Stats and Research. Yo. From Parts Unknown, we have Khalil. What up? And last but not least, a man who could not hide from us today, we have Clayton Martin. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Well, we found you. So, how's everybody, well, how's everybody doing? Khalil, how was your weekend? Oh, uh, it was cool. It was great. For the most part, yeah. <laughs> Dolphins won. Panthers yes. won. Yeah. Heat lost. But they, won, they won Friday night. <clears throat> they did one Friday night, so. So yeah. that matters. It was pretty cool. You enjoyed your uh, your t- your uh, festivities, your after S- Saturday night uh, festivities. Dancing yeah. with the devil, uh, something like that. Yeah. Is that her name? No. <laughs> OG, OG. That's what we the call legend. it. All reliable. <laughs> like SpongeBob's SquidNet. But hey, you know. He does call her the Ace. The Ace. Yeah. The Ace in the hole. Hmm. Hey yo. <laughs> I hate that I smiled. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners out there, uh, Clayton is uh, right now. He's with us here physically, but mentally, uh, spiritually, and emotionally, <laughs> he ain't here. I'm ready for basketball season. <laughs> As you can see, that's why he's dressed like the reincarnation of Brad Miller. So that's why some he's may call me Jason Williams, <laughs> but that was at a different time. Well, he, he I was much younger and skinnier. Okay, all right. Well. Had less facial hair. White Escalade. Because Big Country never wore a headband. That's the thing. Uh, well, yeah. it came free with the jersey. Okay. <laughs> Just like the Georgia defense. So. <laughs> Take the shot. Brandon. That's all you're getting out of me, folks. That's what you say. You guys can. I. You know what? I was gonna go a different way. You're not gonna get what you want out of me this week. I'm sorry. You tuned into the wrong fucking podcast. All right, I am legitimately. I had to call in a special special agent for him to take over because I am literally not here. I'm drinking, and I may interject once or twice, but I want to let everyone know this was my thirteenth reason. So, (laughs) hey, hey, hey! hey. All right, so do what? How the fuck you want to do this? All right, I'll fucking introduce him, but I'm not. I'll I'll make it I'll make it good. Do you want me to introduce him? You can introduce him when it's time to introduce him. But oh, we're not there yet. We're not. We're not yet. He's ready. Yeah, he's been ready. All right, let's go then. Because we have to do college football first, homie. Oh, okay. okay. So, all right. So, if you want to make the call, I'll 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 introduce the man, the myth, the legend. Okay. So, if you want to go ahead and do that. Yeah. Uh, whenever you want to give me that number. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Transition. We're doing yeah. this live. Uh, yeah. We are doing this live. There you go. I oh, appreciate you. What my a bad. We have. Brandon, how's your day? Weekend. Oh, Brandon's gonna be taking over. By the way, like for recaps, that's how dead I am inside. So, um, if things are a little more slow and not as loud, thank him, not I. I'm I'm already over today. 
and this week and the next 26 days. I will not be going to the Orange Bowl. I'm not going to pay $1,000 to watch my team lose. <laughs> so I would rather I would rather go to the strip club and spend it there yeah. and then just be having blue balls because that's all Georgia gives me is blue balls every year. So. Aww. Are you sure you don't want the host? Because this is great. Yeah. Oh, well, are you ready? Um, just call him. Some call, call him the host with the most. <laughs> Depression. Depression. <laughs> Depressed Clayton is better than anything I could be. Uh, wow. Wow. this <laughs> I could be that. The happy Clayton inside me somewhere just died a little. <laughs> All right, make the oh, call. What's wrong with y'all, though? Oh man, come on, man! Have some type of some type of boost. Give me something. I, what do you want from me, Robert? Something like them two, y'all two, y'all four can talk about it, but I I'm not fucking here. Colin, are you here? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, uh, folks. This is Colin Catman. He is the ex-host of KWVA, which was the Oregon radio uh, show on his campus. Yeah, you didn't know that, did you? That. No, he was also a freelance reporter. For the Lewiston Sun Journal. This man yeah, got, don't forget that. This man has credentials. And above all, he's my best friend. <laughs> so, uh, Colin, uh, as you know, as my best friend and the best man in your wedding, uh, mm-hmm. uh, just want to throw that out there as well. Yeah, just take that title. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just want to let you know, I am in a state of depression, as you know. So, Brandon, for the first time ever is going to be doing the recap. And since you know I'm in a state of depression, I called you. I wanted to tag you in and take over my spot because I respect you as a college football analysis man, I guess you could say. <laughs> Analyst. <laughs> so, uh, Brandon, whenever you're ready, Colin will jump in whenever the fuck he wants. So whenever you're ready, and the debate will happen, it just will happen later during this podcast. So, Brandon, just take it away, brother. I appreciate it. Clayton. No problem, man. If there is anyone I would put my trust in, it's you. Well, that means a lot. Better than Georgia, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> As uh, I believe it is it Khalil, you say when the bar sets so low. No, that's that's, that's him. No, that's me. Well, that's yeah. you. That's me. Yeah, that's oh, okay. Yep. Well, when the bar sets so low. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we'll start the college football recap. Friday, December third. Oregon played oh, Utah. Oh, he's starting with that. Oh, uh, Clayton, I'll tag out of this one. You, you got me here. I mean, it's in order. I'm, uh, it's on the ESPN app. Uh, all right, yes, just, yes, yes, yes. Um, Oregon played Utah, 10th uh, ranked Oregon, 17th ranked Utah in the Pac 12 championship and lost 38 to 10. Um, are we just going to skip over that one? Uh, Colin, do you have anything to say? I mean,. You, well, you take losses a lot better than I do. So if you if you want to talk, you're more than welcome to. Yes, uh, I mean, really, if you guys watched the first matchup between these two, I mean, it was the same exact game. Um, now, Brandon, if Mario is going to be your coach, this should be a little concerning because even Kyle Whittingham after the game acknowledged that Oregon did not change their game plan from the first time that they played this season, which I think was almost an identical score. I think the Ducks had 10 points or seven points in the first meeting. Um, but yeah, just got absolutely you know, shit rocked that first game. And then same thing happened in this game. I Part of me wanted to go to that territory thinking that the team was just distracted seeing all the reports that came out on Friday. Um, 
I think that was the first day where it really blew up. And I, I mean, they looked flat, but at the same time, they played the same exact way that they did in the first meeting. So I just don't know if it was a matter of them simply just not matching up well against Utah or if it was just being distracted with all the reports that came out that Mario was engaged in talks in Miami. And, you know, after the game, they asked Mario if he'd been contacted. He said he hadn't. But, I mean, what's new there? Uh, the players said they didn't see anything like that, but I highly doubt that. So I was hoping to see a different Ducks team in this game. But, again, it was the same exact game as the first time. They could not stop the run. They were triple teaming Thibodeau, so they weren't able to get a pass rush outside of him. And then Anthony Brown against a good defense that can defend the pass, he just falls apart. So that's pretty much how that game went. And yeah, was not was not surprising at all. Now, Colin, I mean, obviously we don't know what's going on with Mario Cristobal. Obviously, uh, with reports, who knows about his meeting and whatever. But just as of right now. Because Oregon is supposed to reign the Pac-12, right? That's that's their goal every single year. With <laughs> Lincoln Riley going to the Pac-12 now, how where does Oregon go from here? Do you wait and see what Mario does? Do you wish that you had Lane Train because you said it on in the group chat? You, you want him? He said it. You're yeah. A lane Train guy. Yeah. So where where do you think Oregon goes from here? Just dealing with the Pac-12 each and every year and not being in the playoffs. Yeah, I think, again, like you said, it all depends on what Mario does. We don't know. I mean, the reports are all over the place. Miami journalists, Oregon journalists, no one really knows what's going on. People are finding his wife's Twitter and his brother's Twitter trying to scour the likes. And, I mean, nothing's really coming up there. So no one really knows. Mario knows. uh, That's probably about it. He has an offer uh, in the Lincoln Riley range, I guess, um, as far as salary to stay with Oregon. And then I think Miami's offering up eight mil, nine mil. So pretty much a wash there when it comes to the bigger contract. So yeah, who knows what will happen there? I I'm just going to, not that I think this is going to happen, but to answer your question, assuming Mario stays, I think that, I mean, in the PAC 12 North, they don't really have much of a challenge um at all i mean oregon state made some jumps this year but they're i mean they're not there uh washington has a quite the rebuild ahead of them although they do have the number one quarterback um from last year's recruiting class he's going to start next year so who knows if that will mean anything but as far as the north they go pretty unchallenged i mean washington state's really the only reasonable challenger um now with Lincoln Riley and USC, I, I and I think you guys talked about it a little bit last week. I don't know, like this. I didn't really view that as an upgrade for them. Like USC has been good on offense, right? Like they had Michael Pittman and Amon Ross St. Brown, and I mean all these great wide receivers a couple years ago. I mean they, the offense has never been their problem. They had Drake London this year before he went down uh, with that season-ending injury. They they score points and. So they're going to continue to score points. But what was Oklahoma's issue all of these years when they went to the big game? They can't play defense. And they haven't been able to play defense all throughout Lincoln Riley's tenure. And granted, that did extend into Bob Stoops' tenure too. But, I mean, nothing's changed. And so 
USC, I, I don't know if you guys even watched. I, I didn't know USC was playing last night, but the last regular season game of college football took place last night, USC versus Cal. And it's, it, it's the most embarrassing defense I think I've ever seen from like a school of the caliber of USC. I guess USC is just Miami West when it comes to tackling. They are a joke. And I don't know how Lincoln Riley solves their problems on defense. And so I think, uh, like, I I think Lincoln Riley, obviously he'll recruit well, modern day, John Bosco, all those high schools producing all those quarterbacks, Clayton, unfortunately, Bryce Young, modern day prospect. He was committed to USC, but then flipped Alabama. I don't think those guys leave anymore with Lincoln Riley there, but I don't see them just a lock to win the South each year. I think they're, I think they're going to have big problems with Utah every single year. And it's going to be like with Lincoln Riley when he played Baylor or who was the other team in the big 12, they'd always lose to, or it was always a trap game every year. It was just a bad matchup for him. And Utah year in year out are just so stacked on defense. They're a physical football team. And I think that'll be his trap out of his division each year. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it gets to the national conversation, though, if USC does make it to the playoff, I think it's the same thing. They're gonna get, uh, they're gonna get washed in the first quarter because that's never been Lincoln Riley's mo. So I don't really know how his hiring will change much for the team in total on offense. They may just be a little bit more crisp, but that's that's really all I can see out of what Lincoln Riley will do there. Uh, all right, we're gonna keep it good insight. By the way, we'll we'll get to the co- uh, coaching changes and and some of these hires and all that stuff a little bit later. We'll uh, keep it moving to the Big Twelve championship game. What I personally thought, I mean, the game itself sucked, but it had the best ending. Uh, Baylor and Oklahoma State. Baylor wins twenty one sixteen. I would like to say my dad and Robert had a bet of a dollar uh, that Oklahoma State was gonna win. And just like Georgia came the yard short, and he had to ask Tony for a dollar <laughs> to give Robert. <laughs> shout, shout out to Tony. My and dad. then I made a bet later with Robert, and then I had to ask Tony for a dollar again. <laughs> <laughs> but now that that game was was trash. I want to ask the congregation: um, If Oklahoma State did win that game. Did you think they might have won when they went to the playoff? Because they no, have no, that game. No. Was, they were. Are so you terrible. sure? It was a, that no. game was trash. They were you so got, terrible. Notre Dame. I'm just asking, bro. You got a conference champion and a non-conference champion. Yeah, I mean, where one and the other non-conference <laughs> championship got fucking shit rock, like Colin would say. So, how do you really go about it after that? I I think they would have. They, they they couldn't have. Oklahoma State and they look so. They would have to beat the game. bricks off of. Them. Dude, okay, dude, their quarterback, their quarterback threw like four interceptions, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, go on. Um, Utah State beat San Diego State in the Mountain West Championship <laughs> game, forty-six thirteen. Shout out to former Miami, uh, Miami safeties coach Ephraim Banda, current defensive coordinator at Utah State. Why do you so, know that? Because Ephraim Banda was like one of our best recruiters. Oh, okay. And it's all about the. Okay. Um, <laughs> this should bring you a little bit of joy. Uh, Appalachian State loses the Sun Belt title to uh, Louisiana 2014. You mean Billy Napier? Yes, Billy Napier. 
program. He says yes. program. 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 That's how program. you know. That's how you know he's gonna be a successful SEC coach. He says program. Hey, he could have the Brian Kelly syndrome. Family. Family. <laughs> you mean Dusty Rhodes? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Um, then, uh, we're, we're just going to skip it. Nah, just go say it, bro. Uh, Georgia <laughs> loses the SEC championship game to Alabama, 41-24. Uh, Cincinnati. Hold on, hold on. Do you have something on that? Uh, I'm not going to divulge. Oh, but I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to rant. I'm not. Just give me something. Give me a little no, taste. No, no. Yeah, we need something. Uh, no, see, Lord, you weren't here look. in the beginning of the, hey, the podcast, Colin. Colin. Colin this is gave. what the people want, and I'm not going to fucking give it to them, okay? But they want to see. But that's what the show is about, uh, is no, the people. No, like, fuck them, all right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just like I told Fed yesterday, go fuck yourself, all right? All right, I'm tired of it. Clayton with the steel chair, <laughs> man. Just giving it. Okay, but Clayton, can I ask you something? <sighs> go ahead, Colin. At what point in the game... When he threw the interception were, in the red zone. No, 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 no. At what point in the game were you like, it's JT Daniels right now or I'm leaving? When he threw the, the first, interception in the red zone. The first possession they had. No, 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 okay. no. No, 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 no. Nah, bro, he scored, what, 10 straight points? 10-0. They were up 10-0. It was 10 nothing. I wasn't upset. But when then, when they scored 31 unanswered... That's, that's not his I know, I know. Oh, okay. But then he didn't score the points to match. Well, to be the fair, point well, was, yes, we know I understand the defense play. lost uh-huh. his game. I will be the first one to say it. the generational defense, the defense that was the best of all time in college. No, 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 no. Whatever. Hey, Whatever. Shut the fuck up, Brandon. The fucking generational defense lost in this game. Okay, 100%. But as we know in college football, you need to score points to win. Okay? And when you get in yourself into a shootout, I do not want to see 17 points on the board. If I told you Sensen Bennett threw 346 yards and three touchdowns, you would have thought fucking Georgia won and a landslide. But guess what? He had two picks. One was in the red zone and the other one was a pick six. So, I mean, what at that point... If you want to win the shootout, you put JT in. Well, because, yes, I mean, Ben is not going to win a shootout for no, you. No, 100%. Not his, and on top of that, I've it. talked about it before. We are the type of team that we, you, I guess you technically have two quarterbacks. I don't know who the fuck Alabama's backup is, but everyone and their mother knows the quarterback battle in Georgia. Give whoever we're facing next. So it's Michigan. But give whoever we're facing next something to think about. And throw him the fuck in there and let him ball out. And now you have to worry about two guys. Something that Kirby obviously doesn't know how to fucking do. So you have to go and worry about two dudes. That's it. I know you're going to hate that I'm going to say this, but you still have to ride with the hot hand. You can't. You can't. No. Oh, no. I mean, what you, well, I mean, because of the fact that they were winning when he was the starting quarterback. You can't no, put no, no. JT. He definitely you dumped there. his hand in the bag of ice. What? There's no more hot hand. Oh, oh well, yeah. obviously not. Yeah. Anymore, <laughs> but I'm just saying he at definitely, that time. You definitely had to start him. But personally, yeah. I think, I mean, I, if he 31 were to be pulled, on answer. Oh, so if, he, if he were to be pulled, they should have pulled him at halftime. 130,000 percent. Mm-hmm. Because you can't, so the way. Wait, uh, are, did you, you wait, time out. Did you say no? No, I would have pulled him at halftime. Oh, you would have pulled yeah. Sensen at halftime. I, okay. I, I oh. may have, like, no. honestly, Mm-mm. I may have possibly pulled him after the pick in the red zone. You don't do that because then they go into the second half 
with something to think about. That's true. That's that's smart. Um, but no, I definitely you pull them at halftime because the way Alabama is, mm-hmm. yo, once they got rolling. Oh and, no! Yeah, and, of course. And, yeah, and just, just they had no answers. They I had do no want to say. And Colin, you can interject about this game too, whenever the hell you feel like it. But I do want to say about this game: Arkansas played a shootout with Alabama and lost. Okay, the three there have been four teams this year, all right, that have made Alabama games close: the Florida, the LSU, Texas A&M beat them, and Auburn. All four of those games. Why were the scoring so low? Because they rushed sixth and man pressed. All right. And this is what pissed me off the most about this game. Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach to ever even put on a fucking headset. And you can all quote me on that. Okay. Well, not many were wearing headsets, you know, at some point. Yeah, whatever. Um, At the end of the third, at the end of the third, obviously Alabama is cooling off because they already fucking put 40 on their head. At the end of the third, he started doing. Man press, rushing six. We didn't. We still never sacked them, right? Yeah. Six straight drives, three and outs, punted. And now, if we do end up facing them again, Kirby knows what to do, but Nick Saban also knows what Kirby is going to do. He's got the answer. So now what? Now what the fuck? So I don't know where to fucking go from here, and I'm going to go cry in a pit of despair. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Georgia is much too. Um, I actually didn't. It's weird I didn't think about this earlier, but this Georgia team kind of reminds me of Miami in 2017's playing with Malik Rozier. Like, that team was way too good be st- to, be, to have a quarterback as, like, bad. Is that when they were number two? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Malik Rozier was a former walk-on. Like, he was a baseball player. Like, th- that team was too good to be starting a former walk-on. And and, and your that Georgia team is much better than that 2017 Miami team. So, like, that's just – I mean, look, I get it that he's hot and he was playing well, so, mm-hmm. look, I, I'm not saying – He's never I, had to play from behind. And that's the other thing. Do you realize sure. they said the stat? I don't know if you caught it because you they, were at Twin They've Peaks. trailed 13 minutes the entire season. There's that, but you know how many – Stenson Bennett has thrown before that game through 11 passes in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. Because he didn't need season. to. That's yeah. the point. And they were up the whole – And, yeah. and they never faced a deficit in the fourth quarter. Uh, and that's fair. So, and look, part of that is, you know, your, your team's good, but I, I can't help but, but think, you know, if you had – JT Daniels, or maybe like, or like um, a, 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 who's the um, who's your your five star Brock, Brock Vandegrift? Some even somebody like but that, like that has played in big games before, as a big time player. That think might be. I different. know, I know. Kirby Smart is known for not being the guy who makes the necessary quarterback change when you're supposed to, but if he, he if he felt like JT would have, huh? Uh, dude, don't even get I'm me just started. Saying if, if he felt that JT would have gave them the best chance, don't you think they would have made that change? No, the problem to the game. No, the problem Yo, is Kirby's a game plan guy. You can't trust Kirby with that. Kirby's a game yeah, plan know, guy. That's what I'm I know he's known but for he, not doing that, but I mean, if he's, he's obviously the better quarterback for the job, but I, still well, wait, who who do you think is genuinely asking? Genuinely asking? Because I, I mean, know I know you claim I know you claim that you've seen football or college football this season, and this is the greatest fucking season of all time, mm-hmm. hands down. Um, but we saw JT last year. Like, I, and when he went in, mm-hmm. Stenson lost three games. When JT went in, we won every game and won every game, like how we started this season. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily a huge drop off, but the quarterback accuracy is what the fuck I care about. That's what I care about the most. And Stenson does not give you that. 
He's five foot eight to eleven, whatever the fuck Robert wants to tell me. But he gets shit knocked down at the line of scrimmage. He cannot look over the line of scrimmage, and he's not the next generational Drew Brees. All right, he does. He even came out in the report saying that he didn't see the safety coming over the fucking middle. Guess what? Every six foot guy fucking did. <laughs> All right. And then he said one of the other the other play. He said like the linebacker just made a fantastic play, and that's cool. That's fine. But fucking a. How how much better do you think JT is than Cincinnati? I guarantee you one thing. If he went out there in that second half, mm-hmm. it would have gave them juice. A lot of juice? No. Would they have one? Fucking no fucking shot. All right? Mm -hmm. But it would have shot them in the arm because they came out in that second half lollygagging like a bunch of bitches, and they did not play what Georgia football is all about. They didn't play the rest of the season. No, that defense. They fucking folded. Folded. They called Jordan Davis a Heisman Trophy winner or a Heisman hopeful. He Zero. Zero. They use Jordan Davis as a QB spy. And he has the speed for that, shockingly. He does. But he's your one of your best pass rushers, and you don't rush him. Yeah. That's Just fucking get after him. If Let him beat you with the legs rather than beating John Michi for 70 bombs. 70-yard bombs. Yeah. There you go. Colin, do you have any final thought about that before we head on? Yeah. Uh, well, a couple things. I don't know if you guys – saw this too, but I felt like a lot of drives there in the third quarter when Georgia had the ball, I I think it could have been a different game if um, Stetson decided to run some of those scrambles. I I don't know if you guys saw that. Like he decided to throw to um, that tight end, who's a monster, by the way. Um, He decided to throw to him in the end zone. It was incomplete, but then they showed the replay and he would have had a first down if he ran it or at least like a second and manageable. And I counted that a few times where, like, just get yourself to second and six or second and five. Take the run. Take what's given to you. And instead, he's, like, forcing these throws downfield or throwing it away. I, I think that also kind of costs the Georgia the game and maybe some momentum is that they weren't able to get into those short yardage situations. He tried to take the shot on first down, and now they find themselves at second and ten instead of, you know, like, second and four. I think that was a that was a killer, too, because that was – on multiple drives in the third quarter, I think. Definitely, they stayed behind the chains. And also, just uh, last thing on this, uh, Stetson Bennett, like the difference between him and JT Daniels is supposed to be he gives you that mobility, and quite frankly, he just didn't use he it. He didn't even use it. So, okay. Um, I mean, you can't on. really outrun Will Anderson. Well, well, Clayton, hey, let me ask you this, though. When you look back at that Clemson game, does JT's performance not concern you a little bit now that we know what Clemson is? Um, no, because they're still the second best defense that Georgia has played the entire season. I've already, I don't know if you've heard it on this podcast, but I've gone down and said that, yeah, Clemson started off like shit, but their defense is what made them nine and three. Like oh, no, the, it was, it was strictly the defense. You, you know how much I love DJU Colin, but DJU was not, DJU was the reason as to, to their downfall. And it was not the defense's uh, thing. Also, realizing that he also had the oblique injury going into that game. So, oh, I didn't know he had that yeah, in that he, game. He had it going into the game. So, and, okay. I think, and I think it got worse. And that's why he didn't start the UAB game the week after that. So it's it, it doesn't concern me to a whole lot. But I, I have enough tape on JT knowing that he can get the job done. Uh, moving on to the uh, 
Houston, Cincinnati in the American Athletic Conference Championship game. Cincinnati wins 35-20. Houston made that close. It was 13-10 going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, something like that. Or not fourth quarter. Halftime. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Real quick. Cincinnati staple. Which oh just make it fucking close, close and uh, yeah and then ball and then, the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati's known for the cornerback. Uh, John Michi's out for the year. Forgot to say yeah, that. He is out for the year. Um, do you see Cincinnati making it close at all? I know it's fucking twenty six days before the game, but ain't no way. You s- well close, but I I don't have them winning. No. Again. Okay. No. No, Do you make it close? It's a blowout. It's Alabama, bro. They got too much receiver talent. They got the best receiving corner. That league. white boy. I don't even know his name. Got. He was wide open all over the field. Yeah. I don't know his name, but continue. Um, Michigan, Big Ten uh, title game. I am spooked. No, oh, stop it. Stop. Spooked. Stop. Capital S, please. Relax. All right. Um, look, the only reason you should be spooked is if you think Kirby Smart is, is – if one thing Kirby Smart is good for, it's motivating his players and getting them ready to play, and I think he can do that. Um, Alabama is a different animal. But oh, I don't know if you heard it, Colin. Oh, was he on the call then? When? No? When I was talking about the Orange Bowl? No. no. You oh, no. Colin, I don't know if you saw it. Orange Bowl tickets are $1,500, and that's the cheapest one available. And Georgia's sideline is already sold out. Uh, I will well, not, I will not tribe listeners, it's time to start a GoFundMe for Clayton. Let's do it. I'm down. Let's do it. Get our boy to the Orange Bowl. Well, you and your father probably. And, yeah. Uh, and the oh, that's three people. Oh, yeah, on, yeah, that's a lot of money. I brought, well, and Tony and, and Fed and and Fed yeah. ain't coming. And <laughs> now no, it just gets no, bigger. No, Fed ain't coming. I did. I did. Fed ain't coming. I, I don't give a fuck. I did hear you allowed him to come. I think that was very. There was other reasons as to why he, he was allowed to. Huh? Very irresponsible of you. Of me? There was external pressure no, on Clayton. No, there was external shit, and y'all know. Well, uh, well, yeah, we know that. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Got nothing to do with him. Yes, it does. Trust. Big trust. And the uh, the last the last game the ACC championship game Pittsburgh beats Wake Forest forty five to twenty. I have a question about that game. Yes. That Kenny Pickett fake slide. Yes. Ooh, that was cold. That was cold. That was nice. Cold. Disgusting. Yes. Should have been a flag. Really? Why? Because the cornerback. Right. Hold on. The cornerback or safety on that play mm-hmm. is told to let the fuck up when you when see a quarterback up. slide. Yes. If you see him going down, he stopped. He, he followed the that, rule. Yeah, Kenny Pickett did, did was disgusting. Maybe not a flag, but you, I, I think he should have called the ball dead. Is the rule in the NFL the same as college, where it's like you give yourself up and they mark yeah. you right there? Yeah. Pretty much. Where, where you start the slide? But that, and you, we, you distinctly saw the safety go. He, like he stopped and he went, oh shit, he's that run, like yeah. he's still running. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, that motion should be giving yourself up like it's mm-hmm. like that whole false start rule like quarterbacks couldn't shake their hands or something like if you're making the motion to start sliding like that's it right there that's where you gave yourself up i agree yeah, that's that's what the rule is supposed to be it's yeah. not it's not like when your knee touches it's when you start your slide that's where you're yeah where so you're i at. i think the ball should have been dead still a disgusting yeah. move. only person i think i've ever seen try it i've never seen that i've never seen that either respect for trying it though <laughs> Uh, and 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 more respect that he didn't tear his ACL because I saw that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, moving on the uh, final, the final four for the uh, college football playoff came out today, and we have Alabama number one, Michigan number two, Georgia number three, Cincinnati number four, 
Uh, Bama and Cincinnati will meet in Texas at the Cotton Bowl, I believe. Yeah. And the uh, Michigan and Georgia will meet at the Orange Bowl. The, both Georgia and Alabama had the same idea of going to the Cotton Bowl. Because apparently Jerry treats you like luxury there, like everybody, and no one wanted the, the how do you say, like the risk of the nightlife in Miami. Yeah. No one wanted that. Uh, so we, we know about that nightlife. We saw him right yeah, every yeah, corner, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, real quick, uh, touch on some of the coaching carousel. We have Brian Kelly. I'm sorry, I mean Dusty Rhodes. Yes. <laughs> to, uh, to coach LSU. I think that is one of the worst hires in the game of football. Really? I thought it was a great hire. I'm totally, I'm totally not. Brian Kelly is a great coach, but that personality match is wait, terrible. That wait, why? Because is the death penalty legal in LSU? What? What? what are you talking about? In Louisiana? Hold on, time out. Yeah, there's a joke coming. <laughs> is the death penalty legal in Louisiana? Um, it is a red state, so I would imagine so. Oh, okay. So maybe he can execute, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> oh boo. <laughs> that was a great joke. Look. Now, I, I, why, why, do you, why do you think it was good, though? Because just... Because I think he's going to be a better coach than the, uh, the last two coaches. They've, the last couple coaches they had there at LSU. One won a national championship. Ron but Ron that's a national champion. Because of talent. It wasn't because he's a great coach. It was just because of talent. If you give him that talent and his coaching ability, which he's shown at Notre Dame and Cincinnati. You're saying if he had – wait, time out. You're saying if he had Joe Burrow, he would have won a national championship? I'm saying he – It would have been the same thing? No, I'm, say, I'm saying he can do more with the talent than Ed Ogeron. He's a better coach. Well, we do ag- all agree here. Joe Brady was the centerpiece of all that, Who right? Got fired today. I was gonna say he just got the boot. Bullshit. Joe Brady. Yes. Yeah. Fired him. Pride of Pembroke Pines to Miami. I'm calling it now. Oh my God. <laughs> Offense coordinator. Uh, Let's go. The uh, look, Brian. I I understand what you're talking about. I don't I don't like Brian Kelly. Like at, like I don't at think all. Anybody. Likes I don't Brian think anybody Kelly. does. I mean, even oh my God. Yo, did like you see that? that picture? You threw up the middle finger. He needs to go. <laughs> go to jail. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but look, uh, it's just, look. It's Brian Kelly at Notre Dame was where he belonged. He's boring. He can do his Brian Kelly stuff over there. LSU has a, look. Just it's a personality match. I just it'll be a disaster. I don't think he won't last. Thank you, Khalil. <laughs> Thank you. The money though. though. No, he I said mean, in the chat. Ch- he said in ah. Pay. He said in the press conference. As soon as that two hundred and fifty million dollar check hits, then we could talk. And that thing hit quick as fucking fuck. Quick. Fucking quick. Fucking quick as shit. No direct deposit. <laughs> None. It was handed to him. Just get right to the uh, cash. Go to your nearest bank. Go ahead and cash that. I, I, I genuinely think it's a horrible hire. I think they're going to be right back in this position in two to three years. They're going to regret it. They're going to have, they have to play Alabama every fucking Dude. year. Every single, hold on, Robert. I disagree. They play Alabama every single year. That's an automatic L until Nick Saban retires, and he's the devil, so that may happen never. So he's going to have to lose. He's going to have to, uh, the LSU fans need to be happy that uh, that they're going to lose one game every single year and be forced out of the playoff. They're gonna lose every year. He does not, dude. They just he does not handle. And he does this, not handle adversity. And not well. even not even on top of that. Cool. He went to Notre Dame and he recruited somewhat decent. No, you're right. He did for what well. he was worth. Like he he made he the kids. He maximized, maximized his talent. Could, there you go. That's what I was looking for. He did do that. You go to SEC. The recruiting's different. You got Lane. You got Kirby. You got Nick. That's a three-headed monster right there. If they were all on the same team, they were at one point, and we saw what happened with them. They won, like, three championships in a fucking row. You're not going to succeed there. You're not. 
If you oh and Jimbo, fuck and Jimbo. Oh, oh my God, he's in the West. Well, and, and Mike losses. Leach. Okay. Come on, Make that two L's every fucking year. God, he's he is amazing. going to be at market down right now. Three years booted. I want you to understand but something. The money. <laughs> That's not, he's gonna get paid. Oh no 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 no! no, 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 no. He's, he's definitely gonna, gonna, gonna get paid. They're not gonna, be, not. they're not gonna be terrible. They may not make the playoffs, but he's still gonna get paid. It's gonna be just enough for him to keep his job. That's all that matters at this point. I'm not talking about him taking. He should have absolutely taken that job. Mm-hmm. He should. Yeah. He should have taken that job before they changed their mind. Would you say it was the best <laughs> job? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just send it up. Just send but, it up. But uh, <laughs> he, uh, the the problem. Do you remember? I believe it was the year before they they got blasted by Alabama in the national championship game. Didn't Notre Dame go like four and eight that year? The year before? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. And like then the ghost of Manti Teo came about. Do you know? Do you know what happens if he goes? Forget four and eight, seven and five at LSU. I don't think he will be. Bye. <laughs> Bye. They don't have much more talent. It's not going to be like a starter. Once said, if Edge Orgeron could go over there and fucking win, that's what I mean, I'm saying. Come on. Like, it can't, on, it can't be that goddamn hard. Like, come on. Now. Like, Les Miles ain't, ain't like setting the world on fire. He was yeah, but he also chewed grass. Do you know why Les Miles? He <laughs> <laughs> did. Bro, they fired. They fired Les Miles because he couldn't beat Alabama. No other reason. They lost Alabama like five years in a row. But the times have changed. I he mean, won John one, Har- wait, I could be wait. wrong. He won one national title, no? Who? Les Miles? Yeah. Yes. yeah. He won one, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but look, fucking man's over there, uh, D.B. Cooper over there at Michigan, he couldn't beat uh, Ohio State. He still kept his job. The freezing. Was, but you, you were comparing different things. Michigan is not the SEC. Yeah, they don't have those aspirations that um, an LSU team would have. It's not the same. Well, they, they didn't either. for a while, but they did when he got hired. Those are two different things. He kind of killed those aspirations. <laughs> anyway, uh, what Dr. I Ed think... Kind of killed those aspirations when he was uh, bringing people poolside. But hey, you know. Oh. Hey, 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 hey. You know, hey, recruiting never stops, bro. He was yeah, trying to get them kids over there. Recruiting season Look, never stops. <laughs> <laughs> he just, I'm you know. kids too, apparently. Hey, whoa, 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 Wait, what whoa, did you say? I didn't hear what you said. Story about, uh, yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah, it, it was low-key a booster's wife. Oh. At a gas station. Anyway. Keep all, right, all right, all right, all right. All right, keep it moving. What oh, I, I had think, a joke. Oh, man. Stop. Just right. keep it moving. What I think is um, of all the hires, <laughs> of all the hires that are, are official, I think what I think is probably the best one, Marcus Freeman is promoted to head coach at Notre Dame. A lot of people like that hire, and I was cool with it. I think I like it. I like Marcus Freeman. I think he'll do a good job over there. And I think what um, what matters a lot is those players love him over there. Oh, 100%. They love him. But not, to play, even, not oh. to play Debbie Downer. No, go ahead. Honestly, we didn't even talk about none of the fucking Notre Dame recruiters uh, going with Kelly down to fucking Louisiana. They're like, nah, we're staying. We're good. Really? No. no. Yeah. None so, of them left. So they they also, yeah. Tommy Reese is there, and then yeah. obviously the Tommy DC Reese. got promoted. Tom, oh shit. Tommy Reese, their offensive coordinator, um, had not just like Notre Dame. Like he is a Brian Kelly guy. He follows Brian Kelly ev- everywhere he uh-huh. goes. My understanding is it's like the equivalent of uh, Alex Maribal and Mario Cristobal. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, "No, I'm good." And I believe they offered to make him the highest paid offensive coordinator. Like. Or up near yeah. one of the highest paid offensive coordinators in the country. I know they offered Marcus Freeman to be the highest paid defensive coordinator. Obviously, he turned it down for that coaching job. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese, said, "No, nah, I'm good, man." I do. I, like I said, I don't want to play Debbie Downer when 
the players usually love the coach. They things don't usually go out so well. Thing they, they they do work out sometimes, my, but not necessarily all the time. My, I agree. That's that's all I'm saying. It and a not, very good example is trans- Mr. Manny himself. I would well, say my, it may not translate to winning, but it's good to actually have your players. Th- that's good, you. but I'm saying if you look back into the testaments of time, the only time I think I, I, I and again I'm not I'm not really banging on it on UM. I'm sorry, it just it just brings uh, Coker. The only reason why they won was because they were just the best team alive. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, and then we saw what happened after the fact. Yeah, so once like that, Butch's like last of Butch's recruiting classes. Like, yeah. Um, it, I, I. That's that's what I'm saying. Usually. No, Usually, I'm, but I think, I think, and again, Brian Kelly was, we can talk about him, you know, later again, but I think he'll do a little bit better than Brian Kelly. Just a little bit. My only concern with Marcus Freeman, obviously, I believe this is his first head coaching job, mm-hmm. and it is a big job, and it's very tough um, to to have your first job, whether it be Miami or, or Notre Dame or LSU or any any of these big programs. With high aspirations, it is very tough for that to be your first. Notre Dame is known to have pretty good defensive talent, though. That that's true. Usually, not you really don't think about them offensively when they go into the draft. No, no, yeah. Outside of like their linemen and maybe a a tight end every now and then. Um, But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, And then the uh, actually this one I wrote this down, but I do not believe it is official yet. But uh, it is. The reports are. Oklahoma is in Clemson today, or was in Clemson today, to finalize uh, hiring Brent Venables as their head coach. And word they're gonna do a full 180 on that team. Oh wait, can we can we break news? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Bruce Feldman tweeted like five minutes ago that it's official. It is official. Okay, it's official. It's official. So Brent Venables is the head coach, new head coach of Oklahoma, and the reports were that he is taking Ole Miss offensive coordinator Jeff Lebby with him. So you're pretty much taking Lane's brain. I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd seen Lebby to Miami too, so that was that's surprising. I had. I don't know if that one's official because I would imagine that Jeff Lebby would be a top candidate um, that Mario would like. Um, So, you know, we'll have to see on that. I do want to say that, like I said earlier, the team's doing a full 180. You're hiring a defensive coach. No, well, I mean technically Mario is an offense. No, 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 no Oklahoma. Oh yeah, yeah. You're yeah. hiring the defensive coach when you've mostly been known about offense for most of your fucking life. Yeah. That's a that's weird to me. I don't like that. Really? I, yeah. Even though I've already praised Clemson's defense, but I, I don't think I don't think anybody is. Uh, I don't think Oklahoma in Texas is ready for the SEC talent that they got. I think that's I mean, why they, they are. I think yeah. so too. I think so too. They got no choice. Nah, yeah. I guess. The I'm honestly I mean I don't really think it matters who you hire. The problem Oklahoma is going to have with the SEC is like they they can't recruit the South. No, they they no. recruit Texas and 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 like I mean who knows? I Texas think I think Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC may just help the other head recruiters more because I agree. Yeah, I think it may help him even more. Yeah, I think this could be a disastrous move. For both I, I think it could be a de- yeah very. Texas yeah. ain't back only because Texas like. I mean, I think if Texas had decided to do something like USC, like Miami, if mm-hmm. it should be doing. And just oh, by the way, yes, uh, I believe you missed a game, or am I stupid? I don't. 
I mean, Colin mentioned something about a USC game. No, no, no. I believe UTSA are, is, is. Oh, yes. I believe the real pride of Texas are, are champions. They, I believe they are. They, I believe I don't so, know who too. they beat, okay. but that was not on my ESPN. Okay. Game. So, yes, uh, UTSA did win whatever conference. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Congratulations. Congrats. <laughs> All right. Um. That's it for college football. All right, uh, time out, time out. All right, all right. this is the moment that we've all been waiting for. All right, last last season, or last season, last episode, we uh, discussed about what the best job on the market was, or, you know, somewhat of that, what... That was not the... The, the best job between the two schools. Okay. Let me make be it better. Let me make it better, bro. I'm fucking Paul Maitman over here. All right? I'm sorry. I'm trying to sell a story. Okay. All right? Okay. All right, all right. Um... Yes, so they decided on uh, – Brandon was arguing that UM was uh, the best coaching job because Mario Cristobal is leaving for said place. Colin, our Oregon insider, he believes that Oregon uh, is also the best place to be a coach, but he wasn't here on the pod last week to uh, express his differences. So I'm going to leave it up to you two right now. You guys have the floor, and you have about 20 minutes. All right. 20? All right. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. You know how both of them are. No, I know how Brandon is. I don't know how Colin is. Uh, they can go on for a while. You That's know, 20 minutes. Is it from the beginning 20. of the podcast? 20 is a lot. All right, 15? 15. Let's do 15. 15. Somewhere between Fifth. 10 and 15. Yeah. All right, 10 and 15. You guys have 10 to 15 minutes. Five minutes each. All right. Colin. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's right. He brought out fucking paper. I told you. I have stats and research. Colin. Uh, the debate club over here? You, you are the visitor. <laughs> So you are flipping the coin as to who goes first? No, I would like Colin to go first. No, did not. No, no, no. This is not how we do it over here. This is a football game, boy. Okay. We're going to flip a coin. All right. Colin, you are a visitor. Heads you or tails? Have a coin? Uh, we'll go yes, tails. Tails? Tails never fails. Uh, here we go. It is... You can get a real coin. Tails. All right. Colin, do you choose to go first or defer? Uh... We want the ball, and we're going to score. Okay. <laughs> Colin, you All have right. the floor, bro. And me, Khalil, and Robert, we're Shut quiet. We up. give yeah. final thoughts at the end. That's it. That's it and nothing more. All right? Colin, you have the okay. floor. Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to make it known. I'm not a Miami hater. I'm actually a Miami supporter. Clayton knows this. I, it's been a, a probably our fights in our friendship are over the Hurricanes because of his irrational hatred towards them. Yes. For most of his life. I so I want to make that clear. I, I, I want Miami to be good. Uh, I've always wanted them to be good, even while I was in college at Oregon. When they beat Notre Dame, I was watching that game going crazy for them. So I want to make that known. Like, I, whatever happens here with Mario, like, I have opinions about it, about how it's being conducted. But uh, at the end of the day, I also want Miami to you know, get back into some sort of relevance. I, what I told Clayton after the show last week when I listened to it was I don't and I, I agreed with what Khalil and Clayton had said. I think the only reason why we were having this conversation is because Mario is from Miami. He's an alumni of Miami. He obviously is from there as well. Family's there. Um, I think if we're talking about a coach, like if, if Oregon had a coach from like the Midwest or west coast or what have you with no connection to miami i i told clayton i think it's a wash i don't think it's an automatic that this said midwestern or west coast coach would go to a miami job if it was open 
over staying with Oregon. I think that's the only reason why we're having the conversation is because Mario is, I mean, he's an alumni of Miami. Who would not want their program, the program, to get back to where they were? You know, get them out of the 30 for 30 archives and get them back into modern day relevance. So I don't fault him for that. And I, that's my only argument with it. We can dive into who's been more relevant since 2005 and all that, which that's the only thing I can prepared with. But uh, I, at the end of the day, I just think it really depends on which coach we're talking about. And if it was a coach with no connection to Miami and had, let's just say, the same resume as Mario at Oregon and the Miami job comes available, I don't think that we're having this discussion. I think it's pretty unique to just Mario being from there. And obviously his, his mom is uh, very sick, it appears. So just that pull to be with family, I think that's a big part of it too. Um, again, we don't know. Apparently, we were gonna we were supposed to find out today if he signed. So, this whole thing is just getting really weird. Who knows what'll happen? I think it'll. It's more likely he goes to Miami than stays at Oregon. But either way, bottom line, I just think the only reason why we're here is because of where he's from. If it's a coach with no relation to the Hurricanes, no relation to the area, I don't. We're not having. I, I really don't think we're having this conversation. I think that coach would stay at Oregon and Miami would go elsewhere. So that's that's how I'll start it, Brandon. You can you can take it now. All right. I uh, I just want to say that I am not an Oregon hater as well, um, just as you are not a Miami hater. I I don't I don't watch Oregon football, but I don't you know I don't really have an opinion on them either way. That's why I had to do some research about your program to learn some things. <laughs> and um, as far as if you want to debate who's been more relevant, I that's not a debate. Miami hasn't been relevant since two thousand six. Um, Nationally, anyway, um, on, on the field. Uh, so that's not something we can debate. Or I, at least I'm not willing to debate that. Um, however, my whole argument as Miami, Miami being a better job than Oregon is based about the most important thing in college football, which is the talent, the kids who are playing on your football team. And can you get the most talent possible? And it is unquestioned that the Miami job gives you a better opportunity to do that, as well as the potential and the ceiling of Miami is a national championship. We have no idea if that's possible at Oregon because Oregon hasn't done it. Um, they've been close. They've played in a couple national title games, but they have not won yet. Um, as for Oregon, I can actually give you, in my research, peak Oregon was from 2008 to 2014, they had seven consecutive seasons of uh, winning 10 games. Uh, starting in 2008, their records were 10 and 3, 10 and 3, 12 and 1, 12 and 2, 12 and 1, 11 and 2, 13 and 2. Uh, I believe it was 2010, they played Auburn in the national championship game, and they played, uh, I believe it was Ohio State in the national championship game in 2014. So in that, and by the way, in that same peak, uh, just to compare Miami, Miami from 2008 to 2014, their records were seven and six, nine and four, seven and six, six and six, seven and five, nine and four, six and seven, and they fired two coaches. Or well, actually, 2015 is when they fired Golden, but uh, Golden was on the way out by 2014. Um, now, 
as far as what what we uh what we want to talk about what what are y'all doing, bro? Just keep talking, Brandon. All right, you distracted me. Anyway, in that same time period, so that that as far as recruiting goes, that same time period, so the 2009 recruiting class up to 2015 recruiting class, that is what covers those uh football seasons. Um Oregon, just to summarize Oregon again, they went to two national title games, lost. Uh they were 2 and 1 in the Rose Bowl and they won a Fiesta Bowl. They also won an Alamo Bowl in there. Um, their average recruiting class during that seven-year run was 18th in the country. During that same seven years, Miami's average recruiting class was also 18th in the country. All that to say, if Miami has a seven-year run, whoever their coach is, if their next seven years at Miami are what Oregon did those seven years, Again, regardless of who their coach is, whether it's Mario Cristobal or Lane Kiffin or Manny frickin' Diaz, okay, their recru average recruiting class would absolutely not be 18th in the country. And I think Brandon, I think you and I both know, though, that because we see it right now, I mean, Chip Kelly has never cared about recruiting, and that's who the coach was at that time. I mean, he's in UCLA uh, where Jim Mora used to rake in top 10 recruiting classes getting all the modern day and Bosco guys. And now they're, I, I checked today, they were 46th for 2022. They were 30 something last year. Like I, I hear what you're saying, but I think context is important. It, and we, I, we can both agree. Chip Kelly does I, not care about recruiting. Chip, Chip Kelly is never has. Recruiter, never and even has, currently doesn't. Doesn't so. care, which is why I heard Chip Kelly would be your top target. If Mario leaves, that's a terrible idea. Um, however, it should be Lane Kiffin. However, I'm not. He just signed an extension yesterday, I saw. Lane Kiffin? Yes, he did. The buyout did not change, however. At least that's what yeah. I was uh, told. Or that's what the report said. Um, my argument, like I said, this. I know Chip Kelly does not care about recruiting, but it does not matter. The, the argument of who is a better job, it does not matter who the coach currently is. The goal of, to, of any, at least of these big-time programs, is to win. Uh, win a national championship. And the... The be a better job, who's going to give you or what job is going to give you the opportun best, best opportunity to do that? And I think Oregon, obviously, they're known for Nike. They have Phil Knight and all these resources. Um, and I think it's possible that Oregon will always have that over Miami, although I, I recently learned. And tell me if I'm wrong. You are the Oregon insider. But I believe in my research, you guys don't have an indoor practice facility. You actually just started building it. Am, am I correct? No, we have one. They're they're building another one. Okay, because I didn't think that was accurate. Good. Okay. So, um, but yes, you will. You should always have those kinds of stuff, as as I like to call it, the things, over Miami. However, as far as recruiting goes, stuff honestly is just not. It's not as important as as people make it out, at least people on Twitter, make it out to believe. Uh, the most important things are recruiting. At number, uh, each recruit is different, obviously, but a top three generally contains winning. Does the program win? Development, will the program put me in the NFL? And three, the biggest one, I think, in a lot of recruitments is proximity to home. Um, and in my research, Mario Cristobal, I think um, – has probably the, the deepest ties of any football coach to the Miami area. He was a big reason that 
uh, Alabama established was able to really establish the the dominant footprint that they have have had in Florida dur during his time there, and in four years as the Oregon head coach, he has pulled four kids from the state of Florida. One of them was an IMG kid who was not originally from the state of Florida, and none of them were top 25 recruits in the state of Florida. N and I, I do know some, some uh, high school football recruits, and they all rave about Mario. They love Mario. They love Oregon. They like Oregon a lot. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I don't have, they don't have to go to Eugene, Oregon, because they can go to Alabama, or they can go to Georgia, or they can go to Florida. And some of them will stay in Miami, or they can, if they're Florida State guys, they go to Florida State. And, and just other things matter in recruiting more. And the last thing I want to say, because I, we are coming up on time here, um, quite frankly, I, I don't think it's an argument, because Oregon has never been able to keep a coach. Anytime people come calling, whether it be the NFL or other college jobs, you cannot keep your coach. You've never demonstrated an ability to do it. Um, Willie Taggart, by the way, I, we mentioned Willie Taggart, Clayton. I thought he was there for two years in my research. For some reason, I only found he was there for one. He went sick. Yeah, he, he, that was – I was telling Clayton it was, it was impressive. Like, you were so passionate with the Oregon timeline, and I was like, it's a shame because every point he brought up was wrong. But, yeah, he was there for one season. I thought he was um, there for two. I have no idea why. No, he, he was only there for one, and then, yeah, I mean, if the season didn't even end. They went to, like, the uh, – the Vegas Bowl, and that's when Cristobal right. got promoted. He left. He left. He was seven and six. Didn't even do well over there. Was seven and six. Left for Florida State and went on to be like what was he like, like eight and no nine and thirteen in his time at Florida State and didn't make it uh, through his third second season. Second I don't season. think he make it. He didn't make it through his second season. No. And and not only that, but then Florida State went and hired a dude who. His is worse than him is eight and thirteen in his second season. Um, I we, we're we're going up on time. I let, know, let, let him I go. Was, I was about to say I was finished. Oh okay 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 okay. <laughs> Colin, go ahead, bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, at all decent points. I just there's a lot to I guess address. I mean, as far as recruiting, Oregon didn't really have to recruit Florida because they had such a stranglehold on California and Arizona and what have you. So California. don't really need to go to Florida. They have picked a couple people from there, like you said. I think their best interior lineman, Brandon Dorless, he's from Fort Lauderdale. So but other than that, they haven't really gone in there too much. I don't think they've needed to and I just think it's a tired argument for hurricane fans when I see it, when it's like, Oh, you don't even have to leave the backyard. Cause they're all there. I just, I don't know about that, man. Cause it's like you Kirby, uh, Nick Saban, Ryan day, all these guys, like you said, already established successful programs are still, they're not going to disappear if Mario's there or whoever it was, even Lane Kiffin or something I, that, <laughs> To me, it's like you're not going to lock down the state of Florida. I don't know why that's always the argument, it because it's just not it's just not true. Like it's not going to happen. And you know, you, you we'll see. Mario goes there and recruiting. You'll we'll get an opportunity. I just don't. I still think kids will leave. I think you're putting too much value on people wanting to stay. Uh, I think when Miami comes calling, and yeah, it's Mario Cristobal in your living room, or Kirby Smart or Nick Saban in said living room, you're going to the program that is always in the conversation 
And that's just for Florida. For California, Mario had it easy because what, what's USC going to say? What's, what's anybody else going to say? I mean, the, there's no one there that can convince you to stay home or go to Oregon, play in a Rose Bowl, win the title. You brought up coaches leaving. I mean, Miami hasn't been able to retain a coach because you fly a little biplane up in the air to fire someone after two games. So uh, I think it's more of a testament to Oregon with Chip Kelly at least being as good of a coach as he was with development and, and just being on the cutting edge for offense in college. Obviously went to the Eagles. That's no fault to Oregon. If the NFL calls, you're going. And Willie Taggart bolted to Florida State. We saw how that went. And now, obviously, Mario, we'll see what happens. Probably going probably gonna to be him in Miami. Again, it's just because he's from home. I, like I said in the beginning, I don't think we're having this conversation if a Midwestern coach or someone from the West Coast has the same resume as Mario. I don't think we're having this conversation. I don't think they go to Miami. I think the only reason why we're talking about it is because he's from Florida. And here's the thing. Bottom line, I, I don't know why Hurricane fans – it's clear – you don't, you've said it, you don't watch the Pac-12, you don't watch Oregon. And it's clear Miami fans don't either. You really just look at the resume of what Mario's been able to do, which, no offense, it's been, I mean, it's been good. No fault to him. But I told Clayton this. I think you pair Lane Kiffin with the 2018 team with Justin Herbert when they went to the Rose Bowl. I think, I think they actually go to the playoff that year because Mario took the ball out of Herbert's hands all season long against Auburn when they lost, against Arizona State when they when that pretty much sealed their fate to go into the playoff. Mario, Miami fans are going to have incredible frustration with how he runs an offense. I thought Lane Kiffin for Tyler Van Dyke was the coach you want. Why would you not want a quarterback guru coach? I don't know what the issue was there, but I can't wait to see Miami Twitter when Mario decides to run the ball 50 times a game and Van Dyke only throws it 18 times and they lose to Duke. Like that's, that's what's going to happen. It's just like when Oregon lost to Stanford this year and they had no reason to lose that game and, you know, have fun with that. Cause it's clear. No one watches Oregon games because Oregon fans have very loudly, even before all this Mario to Miami talk had serious frustrations with Mario Cristobal and how he runs a team. Yes. He's a good program builder, good accountability. He'll turn Miami around to eight or nine wins, but I don't think his ceiling is the playoff because we see what Herbert's doing. Did you guys see any of that at Oregon? Absolutely not. Cause they were running CJ Verdell and Travis die behind Panay Sewell 30 times a game, no matter what. So it'll I just can't wait to – I'm going to come on the pod, you know, season two of Mario, you know, when that biplane is starting to sputter, getting in the air with its little banner, fire Mario, because it's bound to happen. With these mistakes he's made up here, it gets a little it's, – it's minimized. But down there, I can't wait to see it. I got my popcorn. It's already popping right now. Uh, look, we have an hour and two minutes left. Colin, I know you got to leave in, I believe, ten minutes of your yep. time. Um, Khalil. Khalil, howdy, yes, howdy. Uh, anything that you have to say on anything, Brandon? I'm telling you right now. You interject. I'm muting your mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're just gonna just mute my mic now. <laughs> Khalil, say what you gotta get your two cents off. In terms of uh, what the, the debate, the Oregon, yeah. Oregon, UM debate. Uh, my my point still just stands. If you if 
either way, if you're gonna say it's the better job, you just gotta put some. You gotta produce something. That's all. That's the only thing I care about. Um, that's really all I got. I don't. You know, <clears throat> on paper you could say it's a better organization or whatever. Either on either side, but you just have to win. Win something. <laughs> Show me something. That's uh, all I got. Robert, you got anything? Uh, my only if, I swear to God, you compare fast food chains, we're going to fight. I wasn't going <laughs> to do fast food chains. I was actually going to do basketball. Okay. It was going to be Brooklyn. It was going to be the Nets and the Knicks. So it, look at look at Brooklyn as Oregon and then look at Miami as the Knicks. If the Knicks are a better team, even if they don't win as much, if they're just doing better, people care more. People care more when Miami are winning probably more than Oregon. It's just the truth. So that's, that's how I point. look at it. All right. I that was a much better point than what you fucking yeah, said yeah. last week. But I I still got a role with Oregon being the better job. I think as we've talked about before, there is a changing of the torch in football. Uh USC is not the king of the Pac twelve anymore, not even the king of the NCAA. The kings of the ACC are not Miami anymore. It's Clemson. Or it was Clemson for a while. Well, we don't know. We don't know. Relax. Relax. They won national titles, all right. And there's we see it every every year with every con- or every like five to ten years with every conference, all right. I personally think that Oregon is still the better job, just basically, basically off the winning, the recruiting, and that's pretty much it. Just they uh, listen, okay. Oh, actually, no. There you go. Your second point. That's not what I meant to say. Your second point. As of right now, yes, there's a lot of Miami player <clears throat> Miami players in the NFL. But the Oregon, like, we see Kayvon Thibodeau being the number one overall draft pick as of like right this second. Like they they build their players for the NFL. I personally Dude, think they better. don't. Over the last over the last four years, Miami has put more players in the NFL than Oregon. I checked that. Are you sure? Thirty one to twenty eight. Well, that's a three off. We're not doing that right. Can we name any of them? I, I don't Yeah. Philip Dorsett. Quincy Roche just had two sacks against the Dolphins. Really? Gregory Rousseau, Jalen Phillips. Phillips. Okay. I mean, are we just Jalen Phillips COVID year? I, he's still a Bruin. In I my mean, mind. how uh, how Panay doing over there in Detroit? <laughs> uh, top graded rookie. He, yeah, at left he tackle. Is, yeah, yeah, he's the best. Yeah, he's the best left tackle. Right hey, how, how do you like Javon Holland? Doing pretty good, right? He was. Yeah, I like him. Hey, cool. <laughs> <laughs> he was look, uh, look. And you would love Justin Herbert too, but the Dolphins can't seem to draft. Colin, 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 you know better. Colin, you know better. I love Tua. I love Tua, but you you have five first-round draft picks in college. You know, anyone could throw to that. Relax, relax. I come in peace. All right. Uh, Is there anything, Brandon? No, I'm good. Let's uh, let Colin go. All right, Colin. We appreciate you coming. Having you on, sir. Yes, we appreciate you coming on the pod. Whenever you want to come on the pod, just let me know, and I got you. We'll make this happen. Um, yeah, boys, really appreciate it. Thank you again for having me on. And, yeah, next time I'm down there, hopefully we can do this in person. I told Clayton this, but been listening since the beginning. You guys have just only gotten better, been killing it, and uh, makes my Mondays less scary and knowing that I got some new tribe talk to listen to. There you go. I like it. That's a nice point. Give, give the man a round of applause. <laughs> All right, Colin, I can't thank you enough, bro. I love you, and I will see you soon. All right, bro? Yep. We'll see you guys. Thanks. Later. Moving on. Uh, Do we want to touch on the NFL?
Yep. Well, we still got to do the rest of the show. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, by look. the way, I just want to point out, he said he was barely going to talk. He's talked most than anybody else besides maybe Brandon. He's done, he's I, done fantastic. Yeah, so, yeah. We've gotten him out this of the yeah. Like, over the course of the entire episode? Yes, remember how he said he was barely going to say anything? I think we've gotten great work. Colin made me feel good. better. There we go. There you wow. go. That's what we want you. Yeah, that's my boy. That's what we want. All right. If it got worse, I would call your father. No, that would have made it worse. I'll continue. Moving on. Moving on to the NFL. Thursday night, the Cowboys beat the Saints 27-17. Was that Taysom Hill? Yes, yeah. that was Taysom. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You know what's fantastic? That was just absolutely ridiculous about that game. He threw four picks. Yep. Dude, dude, he threw four picks, and he still put up 21 fantasy points. Really? Yes. yes. Oh, because he, he fucking rushed He rushed like 100 yards. Yeah. Shit was crazy. Shout out to Taysom Hill. Um, no, no, thank no. God I didn't play him this week. Uh, actually, he's still on the waiver wire. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, we have the 49ers. This is all in some whacked up order. Anyway, 49ers played the Seahawks 30-23 to the Seahawks. Dolphins beat the Giants 20-9. to Fucking right. Let's go. Why was that? I mean, obviously the score blew out, but did I see 3-3 in the second quarter? Or was I stupid? That was the first quarter. Three that was the first no, quarter? It was 3-3 in the second oh, okay. quarter. The Dolphins scored a touchdown right before halftime. And you said you didn't go, right? No, my dad did. And apparently, my dad and my nephew went. Apparently, um, during pregame, um, Waddle threw the ball to my nephew. And Bullshit! Yeah, apparently, but they didn't get a fucking video. I was just like... Wait, so does he have the ball? the ball? No, no, he, they gave it back, obviously. It was like, you know how... Oh, they like, like they were playing oh, catch. Oh, oh, oh okay. Shit. Oh, how do you not take video of that? Oh, what the fuck? Your dad like, folded as fuck. No, he folded. folded. Oh, God folded. damn. Let's get, a, let's get a sound effect for that. He folded. That was like the worst sound effect. All right, continue. Sorry, Mr. Smalls, but we got to do better. <laughs> uh, Buccaneers beat the Falcons 30-17. to 17. Cardinals. Another L in Mercedes-Benz zone. Crazy. Yeah. The Cardinals beat the Bears 33-22. Multiple trick plays. You saw that ass fucking trick play of the double reverse pass that almost got blown the fuck up. But he, he, dude, all he literally did was take a little bit of a step forward and he made 30 yards out of it. That was it, dude. Other than that, that play would have gotten blown up and it would have been a Cardinals touchdown. Yeah. That was uh, that game was something. The uh, Chargers beating the Bengals 41-22. Absolutely fucking demolished them. I was them. very surprised. I thought the demolished them. I'm not. I'm not disrespecting. Can you tell me what were Justin Herbert's numbers in that game? Justin Herbert. Yes, I can. Uh, if this thing loads, here we go. Justin Herbert, 26 of 35, 317 yards, three t- three touchdowns, one pick. Okay. They made I it seem I like he had like four. And his pick, uh, his pick was kind of just like a, um, you know, throw it up gamble type. Oh, thing, okay. So All right. It wasn't like a terrible pick. All right. Damn, Joe Burrow's got six sacks six times. Remember when I came on the podcast earlier in the year and said they should probably drop the offensive lineman? We know damn well we're not doing this I'm right now, saying. right? I'm just Because Jamar Chase is obviously, we will, and it, we're talking cool, about the. But it doesn't mean sir, nothing. You can't get sir, him the ball because you don't he's know. He's we'll aren't the bang, aren't the bang, wait, time out. Aren't the Bengals like leading the fucking third division? They or they're like second. The Ravens Have lost. you seen their division? They actually are leading the, the division because the Ravens Dude, lost. Dude, I don't care. I don't care wins. about the division. They used to be the worst team in football. Yeah, that's. That, this is this is a comeback season. Yeah. 
I'm just saying, in the long run, I'm going to be right. You're, Jazz, still, I'm just saying. you're still just mad. Well, they yeah, can draft an offensive lineman more, this season. Yeah, if you're betting against the Bengals, that's an easy bet to make. Of course, you're going to just say that they're going to be mediocre, but you still take Jamar Chase in that, in that situation. You you're, you're, you're literally, you're, you're literally okay, still mad. Fine. You're literally still mad. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. One that's crazy. It's fucking a whole It's a whole eight months off the draft, and you're like, listen, I got you. I got you right here, and this should shut Robert up. How many years is this man furious because the Dolphins take fucking Jake Long every year? I'm not furious about that. Didn't I ask him to take the tackle this year? That's not true. That's not true. We've been taking tackles for how many years? For the last, like, ten years. Because they trade away. Anytime they're good, they trade away. That don't mean nothing. Come on, dog. You'd rather have Larry Tunsil or Austin Jackson? You said they're trying to I'd rather have the four first-round picks I got for Larry Tunsil. And what they did, okay? I think so. I don't think it was no. I, we need no, it, was, it was two. It was, it was two firsts and yeah. two seconds, and then I think we made another trade with them and got two more. Or something. Oh, okay. Something like that. I don't know. No, anyway. I need. That's that's what that turned into. Thank you. We'll Next. Get over it. Uh, and, and I'm was, not over it. What was no, Larry for us? Oh, did you not see those games? I watched those games too. Yeah, Larry what games? I saw what Larry Tunsil was doing when he was the on that team. The offensive line was way better. It wasn't Larry Tunsil's fault. It was, it I'll was tell you better, that. but Tannehill was still getting his ass sacked for 10-yard losses. What are we doing here? That's because of Big Toe. Oh. Uh. <laughs> All, right. All right. You mentioned worst team in football earlier. Get your sound effects ready because the worst team in football, Detroit Lions, got their first win of the season. Hallelujah. 1-10-1. The cocaine, baby. A, wa- hey, hey, hey. a walk-off Drug win free. to Amon, touchdown late. Um, um, I believe St. Um, Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown. Yes. yes, I believe. They were Who? winning the whole the fucking game and then blew it in like the last five minutes. It was bad. Who? Detroit. They were leading the entire, basically the entire they game. Yeah, they were. Oh, and they blew like it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I do want to say that was the worst coverage I think I've ever seen on a last second game. Yeah, they had three guys play prevent, and this guy literally made a curl. Yeah. You didn't play the touchdown. You played <laughs> behind the goal line. It was the worst defensive play call I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And I saw Georgia. Yeah. All right, all right, move on, please. Come on. No, this is great content. You let the man keep going. We'll uh, try to cheer you up a little bit because Minshew Mania has yeah. hit Philadelphia. Uncle Rico. 33-18 win over Pause the Pause ahead. Pause ahead right now. You may want to blurt this out. Biggest dick in the league. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't know. Sorry. I think we have our podcast title. Our episode title. There Ain't we go. No way. No, not, no, no way. That can't be the title. I'm sorry. Um, That's unless one. you do like a. Oh. I said pause ahead of time. He did. He did. But you, you were too excited about it. That's one. Come on. Oh my god. Whatever. Bro. I he don't. Had a nice uh, bomber jacket though. That's he did. Like, he was nice dressed bomber. like uh, what was it? Goose from uh, mm-hmm. the Tom Cruise. Right? Yeah. The uh, that dude is he's uh, he's something. Anyway, twenty to twenty, twenty of twenty five, two hundred forty two yards and two touchdowns for Gardner Minshew. Miles Sanders getting involved had twenty four carries for one hundred twenty yards. Whoop the Dallas Goddard six catches. We're we're pretty much yards. finding for a wild card spot at this point. What? Aren't you happy? I don't care. You don't care, dude. I'm telling you right now. You you see me? You remember how I used to be with the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. You remember that? He's getting off the narcotic. He's no, 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 not even. To another one. Huh? Well, I mean, I guess you're getting off that one, too. Wait, what? Wait, what What just happened? Literally, Georgia. Like, what are we doing here? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. L- like, you know how crazy I used to get? Mm-hmm. We won the Super Bowl. So you're fine now? I've so calmed down. Good. I've witnessed an Eagle Super Bowl in my lifetime. That's all you a lot about. of people, a lot of people aren't going to be able to feel that for the rest of their lifetime because we're going to be trash. All I'm asking for fucking Christmas is a Georgia National Championship 
and I will not tell that white lady to stop clapping. That's all I'm asking. You know, we should have talked about that on the podcast. I, I didn't realize that. I, I, and I literally, and I literally told Angie, I should not have done that. My emotions got the best of me. I told her this is going to be bad karma. What happened next? Bryce Young threw a fucking dot. But we're in the NFL. I'm just saying that my emotions will be very calm if we win. That's it. I could care less about the Eagles. We're not going to do anything. We're going to maybe go to the playoffs and maybe win a game. <laughs> I've never met somebody so pessimistic about their teams. It's Every single really one of them. Every single team. 2017. 2007, I'm not, 2009, I'm not, I'm not 2018. Saying, I'm not the heartbreak have I have fucking endured. Let's, uh, let's do the math on how long ago those happened. Time <laughs> heal. Get over it. Let, move on. Live move your life. On. No, they don't heal, Khalil. Because <laughs> when you have to face the same. No, no. I promised myself. No, I promised oh, myself. I promised myself. Had. I promised. No, this is what the people want. I'm not giving it. We'll, no. keep, we'll keep trying Continue. to get it for you, people. We'll, uh, keep keep going we'll with the score so we can get. Uh, the Colts beat the Texans thirty-one nothing. They're terrible. The Texans. Uh, big big time. Carson uh, Wentz sorry. hit the fucking notch today. Let's fucking go first right, round pick. Go. Let's go. Seventy-five percent of the snaps. Um, we had a big time result for the Dolphins. The uh, Washington Redskins. Oh, I'm sorry. The Washington Football Team can't be doing go. that. Yeah, uh, beat the Raiders on a last second field goal, seventeen fifteen. Uh, the Rams blew out the Jaguars, thirty-seven to seven. The you Steelers say grind their gears. <laughs> the uh, the Steelers beat the Ravens, uh, twenty to nineteen, because Mark Andrews thinks he's Mike Wallace. <laughs> and uh, the game that's currently going on, currently the Chiefs are leading the Broncos, ten to three. Moving on, uh, Robert. Hey, Eli- Monday night. Oh, and the Monday night game is Bills uh, Patriots. It actually should be a good, that's a, that's a good game. Ooh, that actually, that actually, actually is a pretty decent right, Monday night game. Got? Who y'all got? I got Bills. I think I'm gonna take that. Wait, Patriots. where's the game? Let's start there. Where's the game? Um, the game is isn't it in Buffalo. I believe if it is in Buffalo, I'm taking Buffalo. I get uh, Buffalo is three point favorites. That's a home favorite. I assume that means they're the home team. Buffalo. I'm taking the Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots. I'm going wild card. Josh Allen doesn't do well against Bill Belichick teams usually. Neither does Kirby Smart teams. Um, uh, yep, this game is in Buffalo. Come on. Uh, all right, go to NBA. Um, <laughs> did you want to talk about the... Oh, fuck. Do you want to talk about that? Do you look at the time? Uh, you can do it. We can save it. We can save it. Continue. Save it for another week? Uh, yeah. Moving yeah. on to the NBA. Oh. Robert, you wanted to have an NBA discussion, sir. Oh, yes. Okay, I did. What happened for the first Okay, so I think... Oh man, we need. Okay, this one we do have to talk about before we go into the NBA. Because mm, it, it's mm, mm. <laughs> We need to talk about Mr. Mr. Fake Vaccine. The Carl. dumbest fucking person oh, on earth. Yeah, yeah. The dumbest fucking dumb. Oh God. He's so I thought stupid. he had peaked at when he threw the the bag of gummy at his uh, baby mama, but I guess he's he's on a new level. He just he just keeps raising the bar every year. You know, it it just doesn't matter with him. He said it was a fake card. Literally, when he got caught, he went and got the vaccine. How hard was it to go get the vaccine in the first place? I mean, I know, I know, you're fine. Believe whatever the fuck y'all want to believe, all right? But the fact is, you got caught and then got the vaccine. You showed yourself how easy it was to go get the fucking vaccine. Also, Bruce Arians 
he's a bitch and a fucking liar because he said the second Antonio Brown is fucking uh, a nuisance or whatever. He said he's off the team. Antonio Brown faked his vaccine card. Bruce Aaron's like, we'll take care of him. Because he just won a Super well, Bowl let, with well, him. Let's be honest. T- Tom, yes, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Bruce I, no, no, no. I know, I know. But that's what I'm saying. Because even before that, Aaron's was like, we ain't getting Antonio Brown. Like yeah. And the fucking Tom Brady went in the office and said, Un-fucking-believable. Yeah, huh, you you're getting, buddy. So, I mean, sometimes you just got to suck it up. Pause. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, you know. Got to do Gardner? Something. Pause. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> that was one. That was one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's just fucking ridiculous. Aaron Rodgers was bad. This is fucking blasphemy. Oh, shit. Fucking Ben Roethlisberger's going to retire. He's done after this year. Well, he just says well, this is his last year being the, the, the Steelers quarterback. He might Either way, get them the it. fuck out of there. He can't no. play for another team. Good. going to take him. Yes, very good. Like, realistically, who there's would you nobody, take? Who would be no that way? desperate to take him as their quarterback? I mean, the Jets are rolling out Zach Wilson. Ja- I'd rather have Zach Wilson. That's Brad Favre written all over it again. I, you know what? I can make a really bad joke. He could actually no, throw the ball farther. So. I can make a really bad joke. I'm going to save it. All right. So you can do with that. Ben Roethlisberger on the Jets. Brett Favre on the Jets. Take that information with what you want. Let's go to the NBA. Uh, moving on to the NBA. <laughs> Robert, I believe you wanted to have a discussion. Uh, Bam out of bio of the Miami. Out of the bayou? Yes, Bam out of the bayou. Um, is out, I believe, four to six weeks with a torn UCL ligament in his thumb. Which I actually think is kind of, I mean, I don't, I didn't want to be out so long, but I think I had to express to y'all, um, he hasn't looked too great to me because he's been battling that knee, in, uh, knee injury for the whole season. I kind of don't understand why he played for Team USA because I think he was battling it even then. But, I mean, I think it'll be some good rest stuff for him. He'll get healthy. My only issue with the Heat now is I'm kind of realizing, not necessarily in the sense of, like, even a big, but I realize he really is, like, a ball handler and a playmaker, and so it probably would really behoove them to get Oladipo back, even if Jimmy, once Jimmy comes back, which would be this week, right? Jimmy's uh, supposed Jimmy to be Jimmy's going to play on Monday. Yeah, so so they probably will definitely need because uh, – I love Duncan, well, but it's, it's rough out here. Back until February, right? Uh, they don't have a time. They, have a time to they still don't have a time to mm-hmm. no. come back anytime. Um, I think. I think it'll be about like January. And then Damian Lillard. I know he's hurt. I do not know what the timetable on his injury is, but he. Uh, I think uh, they said he was off for like ten games. Ten games or ten days? Ten games. Okay, Lamelo's so out like for like ten days. days. He has he has a uh, COVID. So, all right. Um, as far as the impact, I believe you want to discuss the impact on the Heat. I mean, I think it's uh. I mean, the Heat can survive. They'll have to change the way they play. I think they'll feel Bam out of bio mo- impact most on defense because of the way they like to play. I think they have more than enough shot creators and playmakers to survive offensively. Do they? Yes, they absolutely do. PJ's yeah. float is fantastic. Have Duncan you? Robinson playing like dog it. shit. It's crazy what happens Dun- when you get a little bit of money. And I'm not disrespecting Duncan because I love Duncan. But you're a shooter as of right now that can't shoot. Fucking fix it. Tim Hardaway Jr.? Um, no. No. Joe Harris. Literally last season. Well, he's Literally. Hurt. Well, Joe he's Harris hurt. is hurt, too. But I'm going to need him to fucking fix it and fix it soon. Yep. I if you got to take a break off the podcast, do it. I can't. Yep. I'm fat and white. <laughs> you are in that NBA and white. Are you fucking gonna, fix it. Are you going to host his show for him? Huh? Are you going to do a standard for him? I barely wanted to be on this show today. <laughs> No offense to y'all, I love you guys, but you know where it, where it hurts. He's in a dark place. Yeah. Um, the, the Heat could definitely survive um, with, uh, without Bam. They'll probably play a lot more drop coverage. 
um, particularly with um, with uh, Deadman starting. I think what I think the person they actually need back is Marcus Morris and uh, yeah, oh yeah, I forgot Markeith. I'm sorry, Markeith Morris. Um, I don't understand what's going on there. He's been out like 15 games, um, and I don't think that's really talked about enough. There's no timetable either. No, there's not really a timetable on that. He's so just gonna pop up one day too. That well, but that is the heat. That is the heat culture. Unless there's some kind I of actual like he has like some actual serious injury. I don't. I don't like the one thing. I mean, I guess you can't really not like it. I don't know how to really explain it. The whole injuries, like the minorest, minorest of injuries, it'll hold them out for like a fucking week, dog. We like I know it's the beginning of the season, first quarter half of the season. Uh, we we're playing in the East. Every team is competitive. I need seeding. I no. Well, yeah, I think the Heat are the most protective of their players, which is a very good thing to be a be a part of. All right, but we have Jimmy out. We have Ban out. Those are your two guys, and they're out. Well, and these games, I'm telling you right now, are gonna kick us in the ass. I'm not saying they're gonna lose everyone, but I'm uh, lose every single game uh, of this stretch. But I'm telling you right now, we're gonna look back. We're gonna be like, damn. If they played, we could have been third. Well, look, uh, as you see, Milwaukee has started out poorly because of their injuries. Um, they're starting to get healthy, but I believe Gian- Giannis has a calf. He didn't. He didn't play the other day. Did he? No, he did not. Um, so look, health health matters. Health is important. Um, yes, I would like seeding as well, but I'd much rather if we're the fourth seed and it means everybody can be healthy through a playoff run. I'd rather that. Then end up like Brooklyn and have two of your stars go down with basically like a soft tissue injury, blew out his hamstring or whatever. Um, who apparently he is still recovering from. I've never heard anything like that in my life. He's still playing. Well, no, he said he's like just like he spent all the reason why he said that he was looking so slow mm-hmm. is he spent all off season basically three months recovering from a hamstring injury. Oh, okay. Um. Now, if you know, if you have a severe hamstring strain, it can definitely take time. Um, but that's kind of what I'm getting into. Is if it, I'm not saying that he wasn't hurt, but if it, if he was indeed hurt and it took him three months to recover from a hamstring strain, it's probably because he was playing on it in that playoff series that mm-hmm. you know to try and help the team out. And look, that, that's the kind of thing I'd just rather not have because either way, whether this team's fully healthy or not in the regular season, this team is a playoff proposition. That's what this. Oh no! For. Obviously, I agree. And that's that's the goal. Get get into get into May uh, healthy. And the other part that I think we need to maintain some from some perspective on the Heat is their schedule. I don't know if you realize. I think they've played like seven or eight home games. I say we, we've played we've played more 22. road games than any other team in the league. Their schedule is front loaded on the road, and so yes, would I have liked to beat Milwaukee um, on the road in that game? If Jimmy played, sure, I would have loved to without Giannis. We literally However, played them again on Wednesday. I think that's a I think that's a home game. Yes, it should so. be. The Heat are coming home for a home stand. Mm-hmm. Um, look, the the they went on the road, a two game road trip. They split the road trip. They beat the Pacers, the team that they should have beat. Milwaukee is a contender, and yeah, they didn't have uh, Giannis, but you didn't have Bam, and you didn't have Jimmy either. So um, just keep. S- I think we just keep some perspective. I think the the hope is if the Heat can be healthy. Um, particularly in the second half, uh, January, February, when that schedule starts to be a lot more favorable and they have a ton of home games coming up. Um, that is a deep shot, and he got you, bum. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is <laughs> – um, 
uh, when the schedule, uh, you know, shifts to a more home home favor schedule, I, I think they'll play a lot better. As for Damian Lillard, to be honest with you, I don't think it matters with the Trailblazers whether they have him or not Didn't because they're the Trailblazers. <laughs> yes, they yeah, did. Neil O'Shea did get fired because he violated <laughs> the team's code of conduct. Have not it's heard a rocket that terminology since high school. It's a rocket aimed straight to the ground. What did he do again? He was, like, harassing people? Sir, sir, he has a toxic work environment. Well, what okay. made it toxic? Doesn't matter. It's a toxic work environment. But they so fired him for. But they fired homeboy for having the the, the, the mistress or secretary. That is in Minnesota. They they did, but it, it was deeper than that. Like they actually, he also basically ran a toxic work environment, and like nobody liked him. So and he low key wasn't doing his job. So that's really why he got fired. But um, yes. All right. So before we wrap up the show, I have one more NBA topic I like to go over. Um, many of you know me and Brandon always discuss this. I have what we call a Trevor Ariza player every year, somebody who's just putting up numbers because it is a contract year. Because Trevor Ariza only plays well when it's a contract year, when he's trying to get that big money. So I have three candidates as of right now for the Trevor Ariza Award. The first option is Miles Bridges with the Charlotte Hornets. He's averaging almost 20 points a game, 7.5 rebounds, and 3.1 assists. He's really taking his game up another level. He might even possibly... Well, I don't know how they're going to look right Could now without LaMelo. Most improved. Most improved player and also probably might actually make the All-Star team this year. Might make it over. I mean, he might take Bam's spot since Bam's going to be out now this year. Uh, he's probably not going to make the All-Star he team. He probably will get Bam's Has spot. anybody even seen Miles Bridges play? I do. I, I love Miles Bridges. Big fan. Get a little Sean Marion type of vibe. A little Matrix vibes from him. That's how I'd be feeling when I watch him play. Just offensively and defensively. Young Sean Marion. Young Sean Marion, of course, with the bounce. Sean Marion always had bounce, so he didn't have like, no major injuries. Okay. Second candidate I have is DeAndre Ayton with the Phoenix Suns, averaging 16 points, 11 rebounds, 1.4 assists. Um, he's been doing pretty well. I was what? called crazy. Just want to throw that out. That's two teams I was called crazy on. Just want to say that one more time. Oh. <laughs> I was there with you on that. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, he didn't get paid, so he's now he's now trying to have the, the t- time of his life. And last but not least, one, this one y'all might not be expecting, but I'm seeing it. This definitely falls into Trevor Ariza contract uh, player. Mo Bamba. Yeah. Aver- yeah mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't believe it. Averaging 10 points and almost well. 10 rebounds a game. You wouldn't even believe it for the Orlando Magic. He probably going to get a contract extension. He's back? Yes. He's Wait, they're not Was he ever there? there? You think you think he was at Texas. Was he in Texas? Yeah, that's where he played Texas. Yeah, he played Texas. He's from Texas. Why did I think he was? That's Bo Bo. That's Bo yeah. Bo. Yeah. So Mo Bamba, that he probably, I mean, if it's not Mo Bridges, it's probably I'm not going to lie to you. This is a terrible list. The other two are legitimate NBA players. Mo Bamba is <laughs> But he literally is averaging 10 and 10. He's going to get a contract. That's you know what they're going to say? No, 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 no. You said a Trevor Ariza contract. Yeah. Mo Bamba uh, might get a contract extension, but that second year is going to be a team option. I mean, it's... Nah, nah. No, he'll he'll, get, he'll get like a three-year deal. Don't do that. But th- he's, he's like the definition of Trevor Ariza candidate because he has literally done nothing in his entire NBA career until this very moment. Meanwhile... Miles Bridges, um, while this, it, it what grew, he has done, grew. well, Miles Bridges has done this year. I do have some stuff on you for that for you. I got some good news for you. I'm not going to do it on the podcast. I'll do it after. Miles um, <laughs> Bridges has been a legitimate NBA player his entire career to this point. What he's doing now is absolutely insane. But I he took a leap yes. of the contract 
I I understand, but he has been like even before that, before this, like he has been he's been a legitimate player. Like he was worth an extension prior to this. Um, and I think uh, who was the other one you gave DeAndre? DeAndre Ayton, obviously he's a good player. DeAndre, Ayton's but a good he, player. he's I think he's I I mean I don't think the Suns are wrong for not offering him the max, but um, you kind of I mean you kind of have to do it. That's just the cost of doing business. But like on principle do i think he's worth it not not necessarily i think he's worth something close to the max um maybe in the uh um, what is his max number do you know andre Aiden? yeah he can get a regular nba because is it 30 yeah in he can't because he doesn't have any all-star appearances or any all-nba i appearances. mean i think i think you know something slightly under as brian windhorse likes to call the fun max i i think is reasonable slightly under that um, like the 120 maybe like a, a something Similar to Jaron Jackson, he probably wants what Bam got, but he won't get it. No, Bam got the full. No, it kick, he had the kicker. Yeah, but that, the basis he wants that type of deal where it has the, the basis. That's the yeah. Max. He wants that. He's not gonna get it, but he wants it. He yeah. probably even wants like at least. I think he wants more than what uh, MPJ got. I don't think he'll get it. No, I don't think he will either. But uh, MPJ's out for the season, right? Yeah. He, um, no, they said indefinite, but likely he's done for the season. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> yo, yo. Yeah, that is actually yo. kind of unfortunate because the Nuggets are probably not. I'm not. I'm not disrespecting him because you don't do that as a as a per, you don't wish injury on players. Oh, of course not. No, no, no. Obviously, I'm looking to the man on my left. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing they put us. They put protections in there for that back. They gave him the Joel Embiid contract. He could be back. It ain't over. Shout out to the Suns for going undefeated in uh, November. That was cool. Yes, they did. They beat the Warriors. They beat the Warriors too. That was they pretty good. That they did. The, both those games. It was like what they had. They played each other twice in like yeah, yeah, like a five was, game yeah. stretch. It was game, fucking uh, lit. Second game, Devin Booker didn't play. No, right? I don't no, know. He, did, no, he, he got hurt in the first he game. Got he got hurt didn't play in the first game. game. Yeah, but they lost. Yeah. Those games were definitely exciting. And I, you know what, Clayton, I will, I will hand you your flowers. I, and Khalil, I believe you said you're in on this as well, on the Suns. I, I, I did not. I didn't think they could carry it over. I thought they would have some. Uh, I not think I did have them as stock sideways, though. I don't know if it was stock up. Well, I definitely, I, I, I do know you, you, you thought more positively of them than I did. Um, I did not that I didn't think they were a good team. I just, I just felt like the I think DeAndre I them the thing. Back team in terms of like I believe I said that they were gonna have a cohesive unit. I, I mean, you I could, I could be he, absolutely. He is wrong. on top of this, and I but definitely. Uh, I've been crazy about two teams. Mm-mm. I want to give you your flowers for that, Clayton. So far. So That's far, cool. so good. That's looks cool. like you're uh, looks like a good pick. Uh, See what they do in the third playoffs. third way through the season. So, well, I mean, I, I mean, they'll be there, and I think they'll play pretty well. I mean, let's be honest. Like Denver's the second half of the West there. is kind of shoddy. Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't, ain't nobody's scared of the teams in the second half of that West. Denver ain't gonna be there, including the Lakers. God uh, bless them. The Lakers. I'm holding on to Bron. Bron. All right, he'll get it together. I made a really bad joke. I'm in a dark place. Get me off the pod. Okay. All, All right. right. Khalil, final I thoughts. I made a really bad joke about the Jokic brothers being in Miami, but. All right, well let's 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 uh, let's wrap it up here, folks. Um, Khalil, final thoughts? I'm working on the ice. Fight the power, as always. Um, go Ice Cats, go Heat, go Dolphins, Marlins. I guess we'll see what happens down the road. They had some big free agent signings. Oh, we didn't talk about that. We got to talk about the the, the lockout. There's a lockout. There's no reason to talk about. It's not worthy. I guess if UM does get Mario Cristobal, I will be converted. To a Hurricanes fan, yeah. so Brandon, you gotta, you know, you gotta let me know, get me in on the details. I will, I will tell you. Now I'm gonna tell you. Here's the first thing we you didn't need to really, know. we didn't really expand on that. I do want to let it be known that 
we got the notification that he'd signed, right? It's th- but nothing's actually. No, but so nothing's like true. Like you know, they the were latest, talking about him having. You were gonna talk about it. Yeah, the latest on Mario Cristobal is that he has agreed. Supposedly he has agreed to the contract. Um, all the details are final. Um, on Miami's end, they are kind of respecting. He wants to. He doesn't want to be Brian Kelly. He wants to tell his players, "Hey, listen, like I'm doing mm-hmm. this." Um, he doesn't want them to find out through the media. And supposedly that is essentially the holdup. Um, he has not signed it yet. But he's going to have this meeting. He's at a recruiter's a recruit's yes, house. Yes, because he is he is acting as though he is he is still the coach of Oregon, just like my, Manny oh, Diaz Manny's is still going town to town. Manny too? Diaz is oh, still okay. recruiting. Okay. Manny Diaz. Um, I believe the Hurricanes were scheduled to be in California. Ma- they, the report was Manny Diaz was supposed to be there and canceled. Um, he did not. What? I'm not trying to disrespect. No, Do you guys ahead. have a bowl game? Yes, we are in the Sun Bowl. We're playing Washington State. Hopefully they don't do a running back pass because they do it every year. They're playing the Sun Bowl, and it's a disaster. <laughs> and it snows um, in Texas. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, real quick, Khalil, the first and most important thing you need to know about being a Hurricanes fan What's that? is that you need to, you will be hated. And that's what makes oh. it fun. Well, I mean, I don't talk much on social media anyway, so I'll just it's be not necessarily key. about that. Mm-hmm. And because it might not do anything for you, because you know you're, I mean, you're I, fairly like, new I'll be to a this. Fan, but my investment is not going to be like that emotional towards it. Yes, so, that would is. Would you a, say like mine? Yeah, because <laughs> you're weird, Park. Like a little different. Um, help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think you know what we really should we should probably start talking about more hockey because these Panthers. Are I know they're going crazy, man. These comeback wins, and we should be trying. We're we're trying to work on going to a game too. So yeah, we need to talk. About I'm that down. As well. Add me in that. Yeah. All right, Her great. Clay, uh, Clayton, do you have final thoughts? I'm not a Miami hater. I just want to let that be known. I was in the beginning yes. of my life, mm-hmm. uh, big time, but I'm not anymore. I've grown. Okay, Obviously, not with Georgia losing. I act like a little bitch. I'll be the first one to say it, but whatever. Um, Miami Heat store customer service. Fix yourself. That's my final thought. I ordered. No, 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 no. Midnight madness. Midnight madness. All right. I was first in line for these fucking jerseys. I'm ready for bad. Shut the fuck up. You want to rant? You're getting it now. I was first in line for these fucking black jerseys. Okay. Yes. yes. When I clicked submit, they told me it was gonna be five to six weeks before I got my fucking jersey. Why would you say that it was you you had jerseys ready when it was five to six weeks? It gets better, Khalil. Hold your fucking thought. All right? It gets better. I got my Bam out of bio jersey. But it gets better. I ordered two. All right? One for me, one for her. We were gonna look cute. We were gonna take Instagram pictures. Guess what? Her jersey ain't fucking show up in the mail. How did my jersey show up in the mail? But hers did not show up in the mail. Well, who did you order? Jimmy. For her? Yeah. Well, obviously, they she ran out of the twos no, you she selected, you. and it's just... No, no, she got player's choice. I got player's choice, too. Oh. oh, ain't that some shit. Fix your shit. What? The Miami Heat have been selling the hottest jerseys in the NBA for, like, the past five years. That's kind of just how that things go. Things if you're going to start selling jerseys, you. have the jerseys on stock. They Don't did, fuck... But, I mean, but, think, but also, here's the difference, though. They're literally customizable. You have to, like, actually print... And but we got and player's and choice. Those should already be ready. Not really. Yes. Uh, yeah, the, pla- I mean, well, the player's choice jersey is basically, like, if you walked up into a heat store right like now and wanted to get it... Yes. One. I know, but, I mean, it's still the hottest jerseys in the NBA. It's been like that for years. Fix your shit. 
Oh. I'm ready for basketball season. Nah. It's, it's already it's started. Already started. I, it's not in Clayton's world. Are you not? No, I am. No, you get no. the joke. Well, okay. <laughs> Leave Clayton's world. Back to reality. <laughs> reality. Back to family. <laughs> family. <laughs> family. Uh, um, no, no, Brandon. I guess me. So, uh, my final thoughts. I had it, but I completely forgot <laughs> it when I got in, when Clayton started ranting. So, but uh, the uh, the Ice Cast, the Panthers, they're pretty good. Um, I need to. Uh, we need to get on that. Uh, Robert, go ahead. So, uh, shout out to the goat, Michael Jordan. It was a pleasure. Being in his presence this week, I was I was really happy about that. So besides that, I mean, you said that they were over there fucking playing cards, and I was like, you need to get in there and make some money real quick. <laughs> but you know, no, 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 I ain't, I ain't got paid yet. Couldn't do that. He would, he would took me for everything. He started for like little twenty dollars, then he would double down, and once you robbed him of like a thousand dollars, you get out of here. Hit him with the uh, <laughs> look at the time. I got to go. <laughs> I got you, you want you want you want to put the rent on the line against Michael Jordan? I might take that chance. That's a legendary story. I don't care sure. what nobody says. Sure. Hey, look, worst case scenario, mommy. Sure. <laughs> I lost all my money gambling to my Sir. But if you win, that's a story you can tell for the rest of your life. That's I true. played a card game against Michael Jordan and won. And yeah. bounced. But that that's that's not how that works. What you mean? It's Michael Jordan, dog. He don't lose. He don't like to lose. He don't take losing well. So. He would have had me at that table all night. <laughs> I would have never left. Man, Robert would have turned him back to a baseball player. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Couldn't hit a curveball. Don't, people don't forget. Can, can we know in this? Cause I just shout just out to Colin it. one more time. Love you. Oh, just that was my final thought. Thank you, Colin. It was a pleasure talking to <laughs> you on the podcast. It was a pleasure to meet you, sir. Um, I don't know if I've ever actually met you in person, so I haven't. No. Um, I look forward to doing that at some point. You were very insightful, and as Clayton said, you're welcome on the podcast anytime. I would love to speak with you about college football only, anytime. Only if you bring Nike merch. That's true. I no do want to say I'm not I'm not gonna say what the percentage was. All right. All I do know is that when I went to Oregon, he got me the Nike factory hookup, whatever the fuck. Thousand dollars turned into five fifty. That's good. Just saying. Yeah, we need to maybe may, we'll have some negotiations before <laughs> the next time you come on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, Robert, go ahead. All right, bro. This has been the latest and greatest episode from the Charge Talk Podcast. We will see y'all next week. We are out. I'm dead inside. This has been another five-star production.